Blog Talk Radio.
Good evening, everybody out there. Good evening. Amen. You know, it might be morning sometime. It might be evening. You know, I mean, wherever, wherever we're talking to you right now, I just want to thank you. I just thank you for, for coming on to this program. We have an exciting program tonight. But I just want to, for uh, the panel, uh, uh, Apostle Edward and Apostle Paulette, to in agreement, in agreement with me that we are that we're, we're surrendering, we're surrendering this program to the Holy Spirit tonight. Amen. Yes. We want it to be all Amen. Amen. Yes. In Jesus' name. You know. Yes. You know, the thing is, yes. Jesus must increase; we must decrease. You know, it's not about us; Amen. it's all about Him. And it's all about the Amen. Holy Spirit. Amen. And I just Amen. I'm so yes. blessed tonight to have my to have yes. my host. Uh, Apostle Ed, uh, Edward, uh, and uh, he, he has extended a hand to Jesus, and he and that ministry extends his ha- hand to Jesus to all over the world, all over the world he's known. And then we have uh, our guest tonight, Apostle Paulette from Global Healing uh, Global Healing Church, and she basically is, is 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 a lady. She said that she is on fire for God. She loves the Lord, and she is. And she is, is, is that everything God has given her to to uh, advance the kingdom of God in the mighty name of Jesus. And she has, uh, uh, she's on TV. She, she she's on, uh, you know, she's uh, all over. And you know what? Uh, we just thank uh, the Lord for her coming on tonight. And because she has a, you know, we all have a special uh, relationship with the Holy Spirit. But Apostle Paulette has, a, has an intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit that she's going to basically talk about tonight. And we're going to, and you know what? I just want to tell you something right now. I will be straightforward. The only one that doesn't want you baptized in the Holy Spirit tonight is the devil. Amen? Amen. Amen. That's Amen. right. So, so we're going to just... Uh, 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 Brother Edward, we're just going to turn it over to our guest, and you know, and uh, I'm just looking forward to. It. I'm on fire. I'm, I'm out of the, you know, I'm out of the hospital. I mean, you know, and uh, you know, but the God used me in the hospital too, my brothers and sisters. I don't want to get too much in that because it's not about me. It's about uh, uh, the Holy Spirit and what Apostle Paulette, Lord, put on her heart. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. Now, Edward, do you, have, Edward, do you have anything to say? I don't want to, before Paulette comes on. I mean, it starts yeah. to, Edward. Matter of fact, I do, uh, Brother Roy, uh, uh, Apostle Paulette. You know, the Lord, I had shared with you, too, uh, a minute ago, that uh, the Lord gave me Psalms 127.1. My, my Bible, I was just sitting here before waiting for things to open up. And I just it just fell open to that scripture, except the Lord build the house, they that labor, labor in vain. And brought back to my mind, Zechariah 4, 6. It's not by power and might, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. So it's not by our teaching, preaching, singing, or anything we do, but through the power of the Holy Spirit working in and through our lives, it accomplishes everything. It's all through the Holy Spirit in us. It's nothing we can say, do, or anything unless it's words of the Holy Spirit, actions of the Holy Spirit, moves, wisdom, revelations of the Holy Spirit, because it's all in the Spirit now. Matter of fact, he's putting Amen. actually, I don't want to con- talk very long because I want uh, Apostle Paulette, 
but he is putting us in a different mode in teaching and preaching where it's actually Amen. almost going into a spiritual trance uh, when you're ministering. And I could go into details there, but I'm not going to do that because we want our guests to speak. But it, it's, it's the Spirit of God has taken over because he wants to show himself as God through the Holy Spirit. And you hit it right on the head, both of you, what you said right there. It's through the Holy Spirit. It all depends on the Holy Spirit. We're insignificant. We're no more significant than a pen to an author it writes. It's the author. It's the one which is God. And all we are is just a pen or two in his hands to bring him all the glory. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yes, glory to God, glory to God. Okay. All right, you want me to share now? Yes, you want to open up in prayer? You can, whatever the Lord, whatever okay, the Lord yes. puts on your heart, you want to open up a little bit of prayer? You Thank can, you, Lord. You I just praise yep. you, Lord. We just give you the highest yes. place um, this uh, tonight, oh God. Father, we want to glorify you in everything yes. we say, everything we do. Mighty Holy Spirit. I thank you, Lord, that just uh, last week, Lord, that as I was praying for people on the telephone, you literally show me uh, in the spirit. It was like a uh, a radio wave going out. And so in the spirit, you actually showed me, Lord, that it was the divine, that was a connection of the Holy Spirit into every house, Lord, oh God. And I thank you for that wave, Father, that sound wave that's going out into every heart, every home, every city, oh God, every every town, everywhere, Lord God, that we're broadcasting tonight, Father. Pray that every home will be touched, Almighty God. Father, just like you told me that you want to uh, minister to individual and their needs, oh God. So I thank you tonight. I feel it in my spirit tonight, Lord, that you're going to be touching people, that people are going to be feeling you the whole Holy Ghost fire, oh God, they're going to be feeling the power of the Holy Spirit. And I thank you, Lord, that you are faithful, that your words are, are, are true, Father. And God, you will touch people tonight in this broadcast, oh God. And yes. we promise you that to you will yes. be all the praise, all the honor, yes. and all the glory in the name of the Amen. Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, Lord. So be it. In Jesus' name. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen, amen. That's right. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise all glory. Amen. Amen. All right. Amen. Let me know whenever you want me to share. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, you go ahead, Paulette. You go ahead and share. Oh, okay. Like yeah, because I'm not. Okay. Yeah, just want to make sure that I, I know when I need to speak. All right. Uh, so. All right, you want me to go ahead now? Yeah, go ahead. All right, good. So I am um, Apostle Paulette Day, and I'm right here in uh, Canada. And even being here in Canada was just by divine connection, um, uh, plan of the Holy Spirit. (laughs) Uh, I was living, just want to tell you very, very quickly about myself, and um, that I was just um, in South America, and the Lord gave me a prophetic dream that I was very sick and uh, way in South America. And the Lord gave me a prophetic dream that I heard, uh, heard voices singing, if you go to this foreign land, you will be healed. And I didn't know what foreign land it was. 
But after that, after that prophetic dream, uh, my husband told me his uncle was living right here in Canada, and I felt led that he, we should ask him to sponsor us. And supernaturally, uh, the Lord gave me another prophetic dream that when I, oh, I feel, I really feel the anointing right now. I'm, I'm feeling the Holy Spirit. I'm really yes. feeling the Holy Spirit. And, uh, Lord, I just pray, God, that you'll just guide me, that you'll lead me, Father, and that every word that comes out of my mouth, Lord, Father, that it will be you, Lord. So I, I, I'm not going to go there. I'm just feeling my heart that the Holy Spirit wants me to speak um, about him and also how I come to know the Holy Spirit, okay? <laughs> Praise the Lord. And, uh, yeah, so... Um, Anyhow, I feel the Holy Spirit want me to speak more about him and how I come to know him. So anyhow, I came here to Canada, and uh, the Lord showed me that when I come to this country that I would be healed. He showed me the church um, way back in South America. He showed me the, the, the church I was going to be in here in Canada. He showed me the way the choir dressed. He showed me the choir was dressed in white and also red, uh, red skirt, white uh, blouse, and that I was going to be in that, come to this church in Canada. And so what happened when I came to Canada, my husband got a job, and then uh, in the, someone at the job invited him to church. And when I walked into the church, the choir dr- dressed exactly how I, I saw them way back in South America. <laughs> so I got water baptized, and, and when I got water baptized, I, really, I, was, I was just really hungry for more. I, was really, I know there was more than just going to church, uh, more than just having, um, going to church, singing songs, and leaving the church. I felt like I need to know the Lord more. I needed a personal relationship. Amen. I needed to know yeah. the, uh, the Holy yeah. Spirit. And so that's what I did. I asked the Holy Spirit, and I said, Holy Spirit, I said, Lord, show him. I want to get to know you, Holy Spirit. And so that's time he started yeah. manifesting himself. Amen. 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 Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. So that's just right. let me know if you want, you know, what you want me to share and... Uh, because yeah. I don't want whatever to kind of keep Whatever the Holy Spirit puts on your heart, whatever the Holy Spirit it's all about the Holy Spirit. So, anyway, whatever the Holy Spirit wants you to share, uh, yeah, doors open. Yeah. So just let me know if you you know what you want me to do to speak on um, when you want me to speak because uh, I don't want to keep speaking. I want you guys to come in as well. <laughs> so just let me know. Uh, <laughs> All right? Yeah. So let, please let me know. Ask me any question you want. Um, you know, and I, I want to share it. Um, you know, this is your platform. You just tell us what you want. Okay. To we don't okay. want. All right. Okay, good. Yeah, I, I'm, and I'm feeling him very strongly. I'm feeling him very strongly. Um, uh, lately, when I begin to minister to people um, on the air and also by telephone, because I do uh, uh, two weekly television shows and two weekly uh, radio show, but I'm feeling the presence of the Holy Spirit right now. And I know Amen. the Holy Spirit will definitely be touching people who are tuned in tonight and will be listening. Yes. Uh, people Amen. are experiencing the Holy Spirit like never before. I feel like we're in a time of revival. Praise the Lord. Yes. I Amen. feel like revival has begun yes. because yes. what's happening is that uh, people begin to feel, as I begin to uh, speak to them or pray for them on the telephone, they begin to feel like electricity going through their bodies. They begin to feel their body getting hot. They begin to feel the fire of God. 
praise the Lord. I was Amen. just um, in uh, in another place here in Canada called um, uh, Newfoundland, and I was speaking to this gentleman, and I was, and he said, uh, "What's happening to me? I don't know what's happening to me." And I said, "I said, what do you mean?" He said, "I'm getting hot. I feel like fire is going through me." And uh, I said, "That's the Holy Spirit touching you, sir, and ministering to you." And then he says Amen. to me, he says, "There's another friend of mine here, and 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 uh, she's feeling the same thing too. She's feeling the same thing too." And I said, well, yeah, that's the Holy Spirit touching both of you. And so I've been getting this all Amen. the time, very, very regular, especially Good. the past couple yeah. months, yeah. that people begin yeah. to feel the, the, the wave of the Holy Spirit. They begin to feel the touch and the power of God, and it goes yeah. through their bodies like electricity, like fire, like burning. And so what happens sometimes if you have any kind of sickness, any kind of um, disease, any kind of torment, that the fire of God will just yeah. um, begin, um, Holy Spirit begin to minister to them and to just burn that yeah. thing out of them and so what happened i i have i i actually have a radio sh- a television show and so a lady she was watching the television show and while she was watching the television show she phoned me and she says to me she said can you please pray for me and i says what happened she says arthritis in her body and the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit told me, the Holy Spirit says, uh, said, Paulette, I want you to tell her that she's, her body will get very hot. She's going to feel like there's fire on her. And that's my spirit. That I am the one who's burning out that fire out of her, that disease out of her body, mm-hmm. arthritis out of her body. And so what happened, uh, she was praising the Lord. She was speaking in tongues and she was praying. And so I couldn't get through to her. So I'm waiting for her to be quiet so I could tell her that the holy spirit says she's gonna uh, she's gonna feel the fire of god on her body so i'm waiting to tell her this but she was just praising the lord she's praising the lord and all of a sudden i'm still waiting to say something to her and all of a sudden she started uh, crying out she said the fire of god is on me my body's burning my body's hot my body's hot the fire of god is on me the fire of god is on me and so you know i i said to her i said uh, listen i said the holy spirit told me to let you know that there you're gonna feel fire on your body you're going to feel like your body's getting hot and i said the holy spirit is saying that uh, he's burning out the arthritis out of your body and so this is what's been happening a lot the holy spirit i i i teach and i really share a lot on the holy spirit because what happened i said holy spirit i really want to know you holy spirit and so the holy spirit started manifesting himself to me and i want to just share this uh, i want to share this part of it because i said holy spirit i I want to get to know you, sir. Please, I want to get to know you. And so what happened, I have a place of business, and uh, I, I used to run a hair salon. And so what happened, one morning, I, I, didn't feel, I didn't feel anything. It's not about feeling. I didn't feel anything. I didn't feel, you know, I didn't feel uh, more, like, you know, more religious. I didn't feel like I was having an awesome spiritual morning, nothing like that. It was just like an, I feel the Holy Ghost. It was just like an ordinary day. And I showed up at work, and when I, when I went to work that morning, uh, a gentleman walked into the salon. He was about maybe about 40 years old and he walked into the uh, my salon and and all of a sudden he came and he sat in the chair and he says he says i want to get saved i want to get saved and he says i feel something on me i want to get saved and i I was shocked because i wasn't talking about church i wasn't talking about jesus i wasn't Mm -hmm. talking about anything and so i said what's happening to you he said my he says i'm feeling something on me he said i want to get saved and then he told me he says he was on uh 
drugs and alcohol, and he says he wants to turn his life around, but he can feel the Lord. And I saw in how I just kind of ask him to repent of his sin and to ask Jesus Christ to come into his heart. And we did that, and I thought it was like finished. That was Monday. And Tuesday, another gentleman, oh, I feel the Spirit of God. God's going to minister to people tonight in, the, in miracles. Praise the Lord. And healing and miracles tonight. I really feel it in my spirit. I feel like that's what God is saying right now because I move a lot in word of knowledge. And if you feel me, if you hear me calling out your name, praise the Lord, please receive because the Lord told me. And he says to me, he says, Paul, he says, when I give you word of knowledge, he says, not just to know about the people and their conditions and what they're going through. But I actually, when you get those word of knowledge and you begin to pray for those people, that they will receive their miracles. So I really feel like God wants you to know that tonight. And so in the here, so, so Tuesday, again, uh, Tuesday, another gentleman came in around the same age, and then he said the same thing. He sat down, and, he, and I remember, I'm not talking about church, Jesus, nothing. I'm just talking about himself and, you know, he, the service I, I was supposed to be giving to him. And then he sat down again, and he says, he says, I can feel Jesus. I can feel Jesus. I want, to, I, want, I, want, I want to get saved. And I was shocked again. I thought, wow, what's happening here? And so I said, I said oh, what are you feeling? He says, I don't know, but I feel, I feel the Lord. I think I'm feeling the Lord. I want to get saved. So anyhow, I led him to the Lord again, and I thought, okay, Lord, what's happening here? Yesterday, the same thing happened. Today, the same thing happened. And so day three, a lady came in, and she sat in the chair, and she jumped out of the chair. She jumped out of the chair, and she said, I can feel him. I can feel him. I can feel Jesus. And I said, what's happening to you? He says, well, I can feel Jesus. I can feel Jesus. And then she said to me, she said her husband is a, is a born-again Christian, and her husband told her that um, uh, Christians can feel the Lord. And she said to me, she said, I, um, she said, I am not a, a Pentecostal, she said, but she says, I now want to be a Pentecostal. I can feel Jesus, and I am now a Pentecostal. And she said, when my husband comes back, pick me up, I'm going to tell him that I am now a Pentecostal, and I'm going to be a Pentecostal more than he. And I was shocked. And so I was thinking, Lord, what's happening? This is the third day, Lord. People are just walking in, and, and, and we're not talking about church or Jesus or anything. And I said, Lord, what's happening here? What's happening here? And I want to tell you, you know, about, you know, saints of the Lord, it happened for two weeks. Every single person walked into that place. Praise the Lord. Every Amen. single person give their hearts to Jesus. Every single person get touch of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit touched them for two weeks of revival that broke out in my place of business. Praise the Lord. And so, you know, we can Amen. be glory carriers. We can be the uh, carry the presence of the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit, when we yes. ask Jesus Christ to come yes. into our lives, to come into our hearts, that the Holy yes. Spirit, uh, he, he, he remains in us. Praise the Lord. And so what happened, you know, we can carry, we can be glory carriers. And I, the reason why I'm saying glory carriers because I walk in the Holy Spirit and I, I said, Holy Spirit, I want to know you. And the Holy Spirit says, Paulette, I want you to go to this particular store. And I say, Holy Spirit, I don't need anything to buy, to purchase. And the Holy Spirit says, I still want you to get into the store. So now I was obedient. I went into the store, and as soon as I just went through the door, the manager was behind the cash register, and he looked at me, and he says, lady, lady, when you walk into 
my store. Something drew me, lady. What it is? What it is, lady? And I, I said, I, well, you know, I was about to tell him. And then he, he, his store had lots of people in there. So he began to call them, each one. And he says, come, please. Come and catch out. Please come. And he, he gathered them and said, lady, please stay here. I don't want you to leave the store, lady. He says, I want to speak to you about what I'm feeling right now. So anyhow, he called all the customers to catch out their, uh, their goods. And so when they all left the store, he said to me, lady, when you walked through my door, she said, he, he said, I felt something on me. Something drew me, lady, when you walked into my door. And I said, sir, his name is Jesus. And I said, when, you, when I walked through your door, you felt Jesus on you, sir. And then he said to me, he said, well, I know, I, I know Jesus. He's just a prophet. And I said, no, sir, he's more than a prophet. He's savior of the world. Uh, sir, when I walked in your store, you felt Jesus on you. And I said, he's the one who came to save us, sir. Do you want to be saved? And he held my hand very tight. And he says, lady, I want to be saved. So that was the presence of the Holy Spirit that followed me and, and actually commissioned me to go into that store and to let, let this man unto the Lord. Sarah, there are many, many stories about, you know, getting to know the Holy Spirit. And before the show end, I would like to tell you one of the secrets of how, how you can get into another level because I'm experiencing in my life, I'm experiencing more of the Holy Spirit than I experienced in the past even, uh, you know, uh, 20 years. I am I'm telling you, I am experiencing more of the Holy Spirit and just a secret that he's given to me. And I would really like to share it with the world tonight. Praise the Lord, because God wants to manifest himself. The Holy Spirit wants to manifest himself to every single person, every single home, everything, every church. The Holy Spirit wants to his manifest presence in those places. So we don't just have visitations, that we will have habitations, praise the Lord, where God stays. God lives in the place in which we are. So don't you want to ask me more questions? Amen. Amen. I have a question. Yeah. I have a question for you. Yes. Are you are you special? Um no, I'm just hungry. <laughs> right, right, okay. Okay. So, I, so what you said right now, a few minutes ago, can every born-again born again believer, can they basically do what, what you're doing? Uh, you know, um, they spend time with the Holy Spirit like you have been. So you, the thing is, yes. you paid the price at Apostle Paulette. You paid the price. Yes, I, I, think there's a, I think there's a price for the anointing, and I, is, I usually yes. encourage to do this and also to pray this particular kind of prayer because I am also an intercessor and the Holy Spirit really gives me a lot of revelation um, as to how to pray. And so what happened, if I would like, if I'm hungry for something and I would like to do something and I feel like, you know, my spirit is willing but my flesh is weak, um, what I usually do, I ask the Lord to give me his grace to do it. If I want to worship, I ask God for his grace. If I want to study the word, I ask God for his grace. If I want to do anything, I ask God for his grace. And my interpretation of God's grace is God's supernatural ability that comes upon you to do what, uh, what, whatever you want him to do in you. And, and, and it's his supernatural ability, not your own self, not your own ability, not your own strength, but right. God's supernatural ability to do in you what you are not able to do in your own self. 
So that is my interpretation of God's grace. So if I find that I'm very low on my worship and my studying of the word, of my prayer life, praise the Lord, what I really, really do is ask God um, for his grace on me to enable me to do it. And I really feel in my spirit, I know we're kind of going off topic right now, but I feel in my spirit that God wants to touch some people right now. My hands are getting very hot. And I'm praying that uh, people mm-hmm. out there who are believing God for healing right now, uh, please stretch forth your hands. Stretch, please stretch forth your hands in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Uh, Father, pray, oh my gosh, my hands are very hot. Uh, Father, I pray right now in Jesus' name that you would touch your people who, Father, wherever they are, God, there's no distance with you because you're omnipresent. I'm Holy Spirit. You're everywhere at the same time. And the Lord is saying to me that someone needs to know that Jesus loves them. Come on. Uh, Somebody needs to know that you are loved. You are going through a lot of things. You're going through a lot of trials. You're going through a lot of tests. And and you may be thinking, well, I am doing something wrong. The Lord is saying, no, 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 you are not doing anything wrong. You're just trying to move forward, and the enemy is trying to stop you. And the Lord is saying to you, I love you, and I will help you. I will help you. And I could see like you are you're crying in, in, in the spirit. I just see like you're, you're actually um, crying. And God is saying, I am with you, and I will help you. I will help you, says the Lord. I feel like that's the word of knowledge for uh, people who are listening right now. God saying he's Amen. going to help you. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. 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 So it's no it's not being special. It's just if you're hungry, ask God for his grace to do in you. He puts his supernatural ability inside of you to do what you can't do in, in your own strength, in your own self. Uh, Paul, One thing you uh, said there uh, go, go ahead, go ahead, brother Edgar. Uh, a number of years ago, I wanted to say something to you about this. A number of years ago, when I uh, worked with Morris Cerullo's ministry, I used to serve the communion. I'd teach the leaders in the group when I was there. It was a okay. non-paying job at that time. And anyhow, the Lord had showed me even before that about what this time would be back in 1981, everything that's going on now. He showed me back in 81. But he gave oh. me something back in 1991 when I was serving okay. the serve communion. His top elder was Morris all the time, uh, Brother Gronke. Uh, when I was teaching at night, ministering right before I served communion, he came up to me like a little child, so excited. And uh, he said, I have a word for you. I have a word for you. And at that particular time, I, I didn't have this thing all together, and neither did he on this. But it's an, found in the back at 1-5, and this will explain a lot what you had said right there. And here's how it goes, mm-hmm. the back at 1-5. Behold, you among the heathen, and may guard and wonder marvelously, for I will work a work in your days, which yes. you will not believe, though it be told you. And I, I have received that word like a personal, but yet it's not, wasn't just for me, it's for the remnant, and it's for whosoever will. And today, that's yes. what he wants to do. As a matter of fact, this what's going on when Roy asked you that question right there. What happens is he's going to do more work in the unknowns and the knowns because he's taking the five, not the fivefold, but in the young people, the men, women, girls, people that work in McDonald's or work in various stores. They're not known at all. Yes, yes. He'll use them to heal the sick, to raise the dead. And because this way he's getting the glory because they're going to recognize who it's from. And you see, yes. something else that God 
Lord just showed me something here, and this is a, a situation. You know, the the former rain that happened. We're gonna uh, here's how I've explained it on my programs that I do. Uh, it's like Jesus had a scale from one to ten. When he came here, he actually did up to number five. When he showed the plan, you know, the miracles raised the dead. He did that part of the mighty things there, and it was the former rain, which he could only have so much water, so much anointing coming down at that particular time, or otherwise that would wash the seed, erode the seed out. But now we're in a season that he said he's up in this. It's going to go from 6 to 10. Now, he's not here to do it. He's sitting at the right hand of the Father. So he has chosen us, his people, you see, not just us in the fivefold ministry, but everybody to practice the portals of heaven to come down to do things beyond what we heard of before, because see, just like you had mentioned, things that I'm seeing, things that uh, Roy's seen, uh, things that we're seeing and experiencing are, have not happened before, and it's accelerated so high, and a matter of fact, yes. when it starts, the Lord had showed me years ago, it's like a propeller in an airplane, it goes, and after that thing's been like that, all of a sudden, poof. That's the rapture, because, see, it's never going to end. In the prophetic word, even recently yeah. I heard a brother, brother Kent Kismas, uh, a lot of things that Kent has said, things that I had a number of years ago, and he's confirmed a lot of things, but it's just never going to end, because what's happening now, uh, ladies and gentlemen, is going to go on until the rapture. Or anything about it is going to get stronger and greater and greater and greater, and then Jesus is going to return, because the reason God is doing this, because he has done, he's putting the very best out. The anointing and yeah. his very to show himself to get as many into the kingdom as he can before he sends his son back. That's what it's all about. It's all about that. Yeah. Get as many in the kingdom. And he wants to use whosoever will. You don't have to have credentials. You don't have to have anything. All you have to have is one thing. You give him yeah. your will. When you give him mm-hmm. your will, he gives you heaven, you see. And that's why Gethsemane, when he gave, uh, Jesus gave the will of his father, then, of course, that's what, that's what it was all about. And we have that. All you have to do is give him your will, let him direct you, and he will do what he wants to do through your life to the letter, to the letter. But you have to do that because that's the only thing God can't do is override our wills because he purposely stopped himself from that. That's why that's the most precious thing that we have with God is our will. But we surrender that, not just part of it, part of me, Lord, but all of me, God, that we can say for me to live is Christ, to die is to gain. And that is the norm that God wants today. In fact, God has really headed up to here with the nonsense that's went on. He wants people that are serious with him, that mean business yeah. with him, or sold out to him. And another thing is persistency. A lot of people, you know, the Word of God says by Jesus' stripes you're healed. And and uh, I know uh, the bottom line is a lot of people have only went so far with that. But God has impressed in my spirit how we don't accept anything less than that with a pure heart. Faith, believer, and mm-hmm. right words you don't accept anything else. You stay. You have to have that rocky spirit. You stay and you take it. I see my wife do that. I've done that, and just, we just don't accept anything less than that. And and the bottom line is, when you're persistent at that, he blesses that because you know there's going to be an anointing come upon us that we'll be without wrinkle and spot. Not that we are so good that we're doing things so right, but for those that qualify for it, that anointing without spot or wrinkle, and that greater anointing has come upon us beyond measure that we've ever had, not just because of our faith, but there's something that's mm-hmm. going to go beyond 
our, our holiness. Something's going to go beyond our, our faith and our strength. And that's in the best way I can say it, and the easiest way that people understand it, just like he's going to zap us with it. But we have to be qualified. <laughs> it's just like First Chronicles 3, 19 says, he says his eye is 6, 19. He says his eyes go to and fro around the whole world to find himself someone's heart is perfect towards him. So we qualify. This is a time of qualification, and the qualification is complete surrender to him. And when we do that, that's it. There's no limits to anything. There's just no limits beyond our measure. There's, there's just heaven's our limits, and that's it. Yes. I mean, that, that's what it takes. But like you said, there's a price to pay. But now we're in the reaping season. This is in the Jewish season. This is in the harvest season. Now, this is the most exciting season we can ever be alive, greater than ever before and greater than ever will be. The only thing yeah. greater will be when we enter into the kingdom of heaven. It mm-hmm. is so exciting. You can just about keep yeah. yourself together. The biggest thing that I've always said is to keep your – the big, hardest thing to do today, and we have to really pray that our flesh doesn't literally explode and blow up for all the joy and the beautiful things of God, because sometimes I almost explode inside just by what God is doing, what he's showing, things, experiencing. It almost uh, – you can hardly stand it in your flesh from time to time. I mean, it just gets so great you can hardly even talk. You just, ooh, like yeah. that, you know. Well, <laughs> anyhow, that's, yes. that's all I'm going to say. This is your night, Paula. You go ahead and talk. I don't want to take time for you. Okay, I think Pastor Roy was asking a question before that. Apostle Uh, Roy, you were uh, asking a question earlier. Me or is that Roy? Were you going to ask me a question earlier? Oh, no. No, I I was going to read that scripture that I read to you back in 1-5. What you're saying, how it coincides, because what's going on is beyond what people have ever heard, and that's why he couldn't told them way back when, because people hardly can receive the simplicity of it now. But, you know, the two greatest things that happened months ago, the Lord had showed me this, and I see that personified in some of my spiritual sons, one in particular, but it's holiness first, which is a fruit of the Spirit, the character of Christ, then his ability, which is the gift of the Spirit. So that's why we can say in John 14, 12, that's why Jesus said the things that we he did, we can do. We can do everything yeah. that Jesus did for meaningfulness of going to the cross. But as far as his uh, ability, as far as his character, we have it in the fruits first and then the gifts of the Spirit secondly. And that, that's what uh, that's how, like Jesus, we're walking the fruits and the gifts. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I feel in my heart, um, the Lord gave me a prophetic word a couple months ago. And, you know, I was in my house getting ready for church, and he says to me, can you smell the rain? And I said, what rain, Lord? And he says, can you hear the rain? And I thought, okay. And then he says, open your window. And and so I pulled the curtain, I look outside, and I didn't realize it was raining. And so the Holy Spirit spoke to my heart, and he says, rain is coming. Rain is Mm -hmm. coming. And when he gave me that prophetic word, he began to, um, you know, remind me of the scripture that talked about uh, the farmer and the lot of rain. Now, when you have a farmer rain and the lot of rain together, I mean, if you have two rains together, you end, end up with a, with a flood. Okay. And so what happened, the Bible says, and sometimes we need to read it correctly because the scripture says, when the enemy comes in, comma, when the enemy comes in, comma, and then it's going to say, like a 
blood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. So what's going to happen is that we, I tell you, I'm so sure, I'm 100% sure that we are in the time of the former and the latter rain that God is going to pour out because he says, in the last yes. days, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And he says, your sons and daughters, come on, praise the Lord. Amen. My handmaidens, my maidservants, they're going to prophesy, praise the Lord. Young men going to have vision. Old men have dream. I mean, I'm claiming both. But praise the Lord. He said, up in the last days, I'm going to pour out my spirit, not on some, but all flesh. Praise the Lord. Yes. And, and so what happened, I believe, praise the Lord, that our young people are going to be coming. Your sons and daughters are coming in, praise God. I don't care what they're into. I don't care what they're doing. Praise the Lord. But when the Holy Spirit begins to move on them, they will come in. I mean, I'm seeing miracles happening right now. Praise the Lord. My son just started some months ago. Praise the Lord. And he's now leading the worship and putting us on television. Praise the Lord. My grandchildren coming in and working the camera. So I feel tonight, praise the Lord. Don't be discouraged. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Rain is coming. The farm and the lot of rain together is coming. Praise the Lord. Your grandchildren are coming in. Your children are coming in, said the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And so what's happened right now is that the Lord, he told me, praise the Lord, and I want to give you a key, praise the Lord, before this program finishes. Praise the Lord. I am I, I, I'm experiencing God in a way I've never experienced him before. But he gave me something. He told me something. He says to me one day, he says to me, he says, Paulette, I want you to soak in my presence. And I said, Lord, what is soaking, Lord? I heard about soaking. It just sounds like something I may not want to do. And I said, Lord, what is soaking? And so I said, Lord, please confirm what you're saying to me because, uh, you know, it just sounds like people just go lay out on the floor somewhere and just sit back and waiting on you to speak to them. I said, Lord, I don't know, but I said, I need you to confirm this to me, Lord. And so what happened one day, I picked up a book and I didn't realize I have that book in my house. I picked it up and I opened this book and I just opened it and it turned to a page I was reading. And in the book, it says, praise the Lord, that there's a man of God that God uses mightily around the world. Praise the Lord in revival. Praise the Lord. And so I opened up this book and it says how God uses, told this man of God to soak in his presence. And I felt that that was confirmation that God was speaking to me about soaking in his presence. Soaking in the Holy Spirit. That's what it was said. That's what the Lord told me. I want you to soak in me. I want you to soak in me. And so what happened? I said, Lord, I need another confirmation. And so what happened? A young lady from our church, she phoned me, and she said, Pastor, are you going to church tonight? And I said, no, it's not a night for church, but I can go to church with you if you would like. And she said, yes, Pastor. So I went there, and she, she walked in, and she said, Pastor, you know, I, I brought my um, CD. We, can we do some praise and worship? And I said, yes. And so I began to worship the Lord as we were just in the presence of God. And I'm a worshiper. I had a visitation from Michael the Archangel, and that's another story. That's another a long story how, how I get to experience more of the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. Because God told me to worship him and to praise him. And when I told him I didn't know how to do it, praise the Lord. He's, uh, I, he said, praise the Lord. He says, I will teach you how to do it. And so I had a visitation of Michael in my house for one whole month and taught me how to worship. Now, I didn't see him like I'm looking at a person, but I know I could feel him holding my hands and just teaching me how to worship. And so anyhow, um, I went to church that day and I was worshiping 
worshiping the Lord. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me and he says, Paula, this is what I want you to do. He said, this is how I want you. Oh, my God. He said, this is how I want you to soak in my presence. And so I said, okay, Lord, Lord, this is confirmation. I don't need any more confirmation. And so what happened? Praise God. Each day I would just listen to some praise and worship music and I would just minister. It's called ministering to the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. And praise the Lord. And so what I what I've been doing, praise the Lord, is just uh, every day, praise the Lord. I just kind of just take some time out, just listen to praise and worship music and just worship him and just minister to him. I call it ministering to the Holy Spirit. And so the first time that I started, a couple of days after I started ministering to the Holy Spirit in the area of praise and worship, I felt the Holy Spirit begin to speak, uh, give me visions, give me word of knowledge. And also uh, and, and I heard his voice like never before and very, very regular. And what happened is that he would confirm everything he was showing me. He confirmed it within within um, within uh, maybe hours, uh, within a day. It was confirmed everything that he was showing me to word of knowledge and vision. Every one of those things was coming true. Everything that he said to me came through. Praise the Lord! And so I realized that I was tapping to into another level of my Christian walk. Praise the Lord! I was I was I was in a level that I've never gone through before. I now I experienced lots of miracles, praise the Lord, in the past. I've experienced the Holy Spirit in the past. But this is very, very consistent. This is like the Holy Spirit is like habitations, like he's right there with me, telling me what's happening. When I'm praying for people now, he'll show me about different parts of their body. He'll show me what's wrong with them. Praise the Lord. And so what happens is that um, because of this experience, praise the Lord, of ministering to the Holy Spirit, praise the Lord that I'm, um, I actually is at another level in my Christian walk that I've never, never been in before. So I just Amen. want to encourage you. I want to pray for people and encourage them because I think like, you know, you said, Apostle, praise the Lord. I really believe, praise God, that, you know, God wants it for everyone, but are we willing to pay the price? There's a price to pay, Amen. and um, the price to pay is obedience to the Holy Spirit. As we are obedient, when the Holy Spirit tells us to do something, if we are willing and if we're obedient, the Bible says we shall eat the good of the land. So I believe um, one of the key things, the, better, the Bible said to obey is better than sacrifice. So I think as we are obedient to the voice of the Holy Spirit, and I want you to know, um, talking about the voice of the Holy Spirit, um, since I start ministering more to the Holy Spirit, it's like, it's like both, like how I'm talking to you right now. He speaks to me very regularly. It's like we converse um, just like on a level, like I'm talking to you right now. And so I've never gone this way before. You know, like I said, I experienced the Holy Spirit, but I experienced like visitation. Now it's like habitation. Now it's like here, right now with me. And he's telling me what to do. He's showing me things in the Spirit um, since I've gone into this, um, doing um, ministering to the Holy Spirit. So I believe in this last day's move, uh, last day move of God. I believe, um, you know, uh, the Holy Spirit, like He wants to manifest Himself. But are we willing to pay that price? Are we willing to pay the price for the anointing? And like I said, the price Amen. of the anointing is to be um, obedient to the Holy Spirit, and also um, worship. Any kind of worship to the Lord will also bring in the anointing. Yes, yeah, in this world now, it will encourage everybody. You, you quoted Isaiah fifty nine nineteen, which, uh, you know, when the enemy didn't come like a flood, God raised to stand up against him. Well, what that really means, that's the most 
encourage that. What's going on in this world today? All the hell that's happening is the biggest encouragement and the biggest sign that we have for this. I'll tell you why. Because when the king, when this happens, you know the devil is giving his best shot. Because we have never, my fifty-two years in serving the Lord, over forty-five years in the ministry, fifty-two years in the Lord, I have never even expected anything like what's going on now. Nobody I know has. Now he's mm-hmm. coming like never before. But you see what that scripture tells us: when this things happen, we see the enemy come in, calm like a flood. Well, that means now what has come in like never before. God is coming in to supersede everything that has happened like never yes. before, you see. And what's happening yes. is he, he's taking care of all that. Now, the first thing he's going to do, he's coming in in judgment. The Lord told me about a month or two ago, he said, I want you to pray judgment upon these situations mm-hmm. and the people that are going on now. And a lot of people go, whoa, wow, wow. Well, I know I hear the voice of God, so I started teaching and preaching before I heard anybody doing. God gives me a lot of things I don't, I don't hear what preachers, teachers say, and I hear what God tells me, and I went out and did that. And when I preached that, you know, I, I questioned myself at first about that, but then I heard it confirmed. And what's happening in through the Word is something I've known this Word for a long time, and this scripture, Psalms 91.8, speaks of a thousand to thy right hand, a thousand to the left hand, and then it speaks the evil ones, judgment will come upon, but it said it won't come nigh thee. In other words, you'll be a spectator, mm-hmm. but you won't be Dissipator speaks the amplified. So we're going to see it. That's not after the rapture. That has nothing to do with the end time. On this earth, judgment is going to fall, and just there's going to be a lot of them going to the cemetery to see what's happened. Is once beyond because God is highly angry about this right now. That judgment's going to fall. The only He could do that's going to be sovereign. Uh, standard. He's the first standard that's going to come upon the thing. So He's going to do that. Now we are the second standard. We're the second standard. He's rising up to do the works and destroy the works of Satan because Jesus came yeah. to us in the word to destroy the works of Satan. Amen. So we're going to go out there to destroy the works of Satan in a way just like you're saying, Paulette. But we're the, we're the second. We're that standard. And then immediately after he's done with us, that's when he's going to send his son back. But that's exactly where we're at now. And, and uh, one of the prophetic words for this day and hour is this year. And I firmly believe it because there's a situation going on now. Well, I won't even get into details. We're in the spiritual zone. I'm like talking this negative stuff. But the enemies come in like never before, and that's why it's happening now. And things are happening. I know myself, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm like you. I've been doing this 52 years. I've founded churches, or I've worked just about any type you can think of, a ministry from the streets, and uh, well, all these things. I've had a lot of experience in, in deliverances and things, and God's used me many, many, many times, many years. And I'm telling you, I feel like a new kid on the block because what God's doing <laughs> in my life. Yeah. I'm being <laughs> thankful. And it's the most humbling experience as we experience yeah. that. And it really is. Yeah. It's genuine. The more that happens, and I know you guys are going to say the same thing, the more it happens, the more humble you get because it brings humility to me. There's nothing about pride or arrogance or anything. You just, no, you no. just, where you need him, how much more you depend upon him. And it's whosoever will. That's what it is. When, yeah. when Roy asked, that was a good question for him to say to you. Because whosoever will, because the, the Bible is a whosoever will book, no matter yeah. who you are or how or what you've done, that has nothing to do with you at all. And then the beautiful thing about it, when you receive the Lord, he gives you 
the measure of faith, not a measure, but the measure, because we all go on equal playing grounds, but it's what we do with it. The Lord has laid on my heart lately that the ball's in our court, everything. In other words, we have to take the word in the scriptures and do our part and inform the work. And most people don't really understand that or don't do that. They say, God will do this, God will do that. We have to do our part. We're in covenant. And that's the thing now that God wants people to take his word and apply it the way that he wants them to do it. And it works to them because God, God doesn't make our way successful. God doesn't do any of that because it says in uh, Joshua, if we steady, we meditate upon the word and do the things because you will make your way successful. So we actually write our own ticket by obeying the Word of God, because the Word of God works if we work yes. whoever will. And the other thing here is that, you know, uh, well, uh, uh, Paulette, uh, Paul, you're talking about the Holy Spirit, but the bottom line on it is, is there's many of our brothers and sisters out there that have been told, Lies about the Holy Spirit. Now, come on. Yeah. Lies yes, about the yes. Holy Spirit. About basically, it's not of God; it's of the devil. You know, and all this stuff. Well, that comes right yes. from the devil, and it's time the body mm-hmm. of Christ, our brothers and sisters, wake up and and become alive. Now, I want to read scripture here. The Lord gave me. It's Ezekiel seven fourteen, and this is what it says. Lord speaking. He says this, and and shall I put, and I shall put my spirit in you. So bottom line is the Holy Spirit, the Lord wants to put His spirit in us, but we have to allow it. We have to allow it. We can say no, just like uh, uh, asking Jesus as a personal Savior. We can either accept Jesus or deny Jesus. Amen. We can do that, right? The same with the spirit. Yes. Now, the reason, mm-hmm. the reason that we are, where we are in our maturity is because we said, Holy Spirit, we want more of you. We want, you know, when yes. we come out of the churches, we went, when I came out of the church, and I won't mention what church it is, it doesn't matter, I used to say to my, uh, my friends, there's got to be more to God. There's got to be more to God than what I'm getting. You know, and what I was asking for, I didn't even realize it, was the baptism of the Holy Spirit. What you yeah. were asking for, uh, also Paulette, was the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Brother yes, Edward, yes, yes. Edward, that's what you were asking for, the, yes. the uh, a baptism I, I of the Holy Spirit. And what's happening right now, and what's happening right now is the Bible says here, it says, and I should put my spirit in you, and... You shall, a second here. And you shall, and you shall live. So when the Holy Spirit puts us in, uh, comes in us, baptism. What did Jesus say? This is the thief comes to steal, come and destroy. I give abundant life. When the when we get baptized in the Holy Spirit, we get an abundant life. Yes, we, we are do. On fire, oh, but we have an abundant man, life. Man, oh, days. That's that's what Jesus promised, because the reason is right. because then we start we start uh, uh, walking in the Holy Spirit. We start seeing with our eyes the Holy Spirit. We start hearing the Holy yeah. Spirit. We, we start smelling the fragrance of the Holy Spirit. We taste in the Lord yes. good. Amen. And that's in a Amen. abundant life. Amen. Boo. The Lord wants us to be spiritually. 
He wants us to read mentally. Yeah. He wants us to read physically. Yeah. He wants us to read socially. And yes, he does want us to read financially. Amen? Yeah. Right. But he, does, Roy, yeah. just want us, he just doesn't want us to sit in the pew. He wants us no. to go out wherever we go and whatever we do. And he wants us to, to, to basically to, to, to ask, tell people about Jesus. When you got baptized in the Holy Spirit, you were on fire, and you were out to tell everyone about Jesus, weren't you? Yes, That's yes. Right. Exactly. Right. And, and so, uh, yeah, and so the Bible talks about how we've lost our first love. But God is calling us yes. back to that love um, uh, relationship with yes. the yes. Holy Spirit. And, uh, right. you know, and so once we begin to uh, get back to our first love and having that relationship, our relationship with the Holy Spirit is an intimacy with the Holy Spirit, getting to know him. And, uh, and right. so, you know, I, I, I know like when I got water baptized, praise the Lord, like I said, I, I was hungry for more because I, I know it was just more than speaking in tongues. Uh, so I think people do need to get a revelation of who this Holy Spirit is. Some people think the Holy Spirit is a it. Some people call him it, some people call him thing, some call him power. And, uh, you know, so the Holy Spirit is a person of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so I remember once I had a little problem and I was like, you know, Lord, what do I call you? Do I say Jesus? Do I say Holy Spirit? <laughs> and the Lord said, I'm the Spirit of God, you know, like a Spirit of Christ. And I was like, okay, Lord. So what I did I started speaking to him. I started speaking to him. Did I practice speaking to the Holy Spirit? And so when I started practicing speaking to the Holy Spirit, he, if I was making a telephone call, he would say, Paul, the line is busy. And so I, I would try to phone. The line was busy. And now, then after that, he would say, Paul, the person is free right now. Um, you can call. And so I would do. I remember once I said I was practicing speaking to the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit says to me, he says, um, he said, this lady by the name of so-and-so was going to be phoning you in five minutes. And this is what she wants. This is what she wanted you to pray about. So in five minutes, the phone rang, and here it was the exact same person. The Holy Spirit told me the name of the person was going to call and also the, the request. And so I prayed. The person called in five minutes. And I prayed for the person. Um, the Lord answered prayer. Uh, so I was practicing speaking to the Holy Spirit, knowing that he was not a it, a thing, or a power, that he is a person who wants to have fellowship daily with us. And so one day I said, Holy Spirit, I wanted, to, I wanted fish for dinner, but I have no fish in my fridge, Holy Spirit. And so uh, later on, I just kind of talked to him about it. And so in two hours' time, uh, uh, somebody came to my house, a brother from the, uh, uh, came to my house. He's never been to my house before, but we used to visit the same church. And so all of a sudden, he knocked out the door, opened the door, and I said, come in. He says, no, he says, no, Paulette, I won't be coming in. He says, Holy Spirit said, I was at my house. Holy Spirit told me, take that fish, that fish out of your fridge and give it to Paulette. Take it to Paulette. Amen. So I begin to practice uh, speaking to the Holy Spirit. And so I would tell him things and, you know, all these different things would happen. He would manifest, he would hear, and he would answer. So uh, I feel in my spirit, praise the Lord, that people need to know who the Holy Spirit is. And, and also, you know, we need to uh, desire, you know, to, to really fellowship with the Holy Spirit. 
and, and practice doing yes, that. Him. Tell him everything. Right. Tell him what's on your heart. Tell him what's on your mind. Tell him what you need. Speak to him like you're speaking to me. I mean, God is not some in, on, on, in heaven sitting on a throne somewhere, and maybe your, your prayer and your prayer may answer, and maybe it's not. The Holy Spirit, praise the Lord, like as pa, Apostle Roy says, when you get baptized filled with the Holy Spirit, the Bible says your body now becomes the temple of the Holy Spirit. And so I really feel in my heart right now, I, I feel like the Lord was saying to me, the fruits of the Spirit and the gift of the Spirit works hand in hand. Because the Bible talk about also, I see, I saw something like a fruit, and the Lord was saying, praise the Lord, like in St. John, in John um, 15, the Bible says, a person cannot bring forth fruit of themselves unless you abide in the vine. And so what happened? We need to abide in the vine. And what does abide in the vine mean? Abiding in the vine means that we have to, um, you know, remain in him continuously, continually remain in Christ through the word of God, to study the word of God, um, through prayer, through worship. That's how we remain in him is through our fellowship um, with the Holy Spirit. Because, and then you find out, I mean, when you're fellowship with the Holy Spirit, praise the Lord, when you're abiding in him, I mean, sin is, doesn't become an issue, praise the Lord. Because, praise the Lord, when wherever the Lord is, praise the Lord, sin cannot be in the presence of God. Praise the Lord. So, <laughs> so it's very easy. So sometimes people think they have to do this and they have to do that. No, you just need to abide and remain in his presence. Praise okay. the Lord through the word, through prayer. And when that happens, uh, sin won't become an issue. I mean, the sin would fall right off, uh, off of you. The devil won't become an issue because he cannot remain in the presence of God because abiding means to dwell in and to remain in continuously. Praise God. That's what abiding means. Amen. So if we want to experience God, we want to experience the gift of the Holy Spirit, we want to experience walking in the fruit of the Spirit, it's actually we have to abide in the Lord. And like I said, abiding means is to be consistent in your life. Praise the Lord with fellowshipping through the word, through prayer. Praise the Lord. And you may say, well, I work. I don't really have any time for the Holy Spirit. I really don't have any time. I have to look after my children. I have to work. I have a job to do. But you know what? Praise the Lord. You can speak to the Lord right there in your workplace. Come on. You can go to the store. You can speak to the Lord anywhere. Praise the Lord. You can be conscious Amen. of the presence of the Holy Spirit wherever you are. Praise the Lord. You don't have to go on your knee 24-7. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. I mean, you can talk to him anytime. You can you can communicate with the Lord anytime. Praise the Lord. Wherever you are, you can communicate with the Lord. So I just want to encourage people with that. Praise the Lord. Also, earlier while the apostles were speaking, I feel in my heart that God was touching somebody. God was healing someone's ears. Uh, someone needs he um, um, uh, uh, healing in their ears. I could just see like a, a vision. Praise the Lord. Of somebody's ears. And God is touching people right now in their ears. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Praise the Lord. Some people also was having problems inside in their mouth with their um, tooth. Praise God. Hallelujah. And so God is touching that right now. In the mighty name of Jesus, re re uh, uh, receive in Jesus' name. All right? So uh, I just wanted to say that. Um, yes. oh. I just wanted yes, to you know, say how. how you uh, finished there, Paulette. I wanted to say something about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Experience here, it's really unique. It'll speak to everybody because it's a key to it. Uh, years ago, mm -hmm. I got saved back in August of, of, of uh, 1970. And for 10 and a half months, I was in the martial arts heavily. 
And uh, for ten and a half months, uh, I couldn't get anywhere. In other words, I was saved, but I just was failing. So I came to a place uh, that uh, uh, a statement that said, well, I wanted to be baptized. So my wife and I uh, got scheduled. I got scheduled to get baptized, but the pastor told my wife I wasn't there at the time. He said, I can't baptize it because he smokes. And anyhow, uh, he called me into his office, and it was in the morning, and he was going to do the baptism in the afternoon with a couple of us there. And anyhow, I talked to him, and he said, well, I'll baptize you if you give up cigarettes. And, of course, I said I would do that. You know, this wasn't a Pentecostal church. So I agreed to give up cigarettes, and I was having problems. And my wife and I, and we had three small children. Now, this was 1971. And anyhow, to make yeah. a long story short, we went out to eat that day. I told my wife, I said, honey, I said, you know, I, I haven't been able to get the victory in anything. And then giving up smoking, I love to smoke. I said, uh, I, I, need, I really need help. So I came to the place with God that day. I said, Lord, I give my all to you, and I ask you to give me the power to live for you. And I knew less about the Bible, less about anything, anybody in this station listening right now. I I mean, I knew nothing about nothing. I knew nothing about Pentecost or anything. Okay, we went, got baptized that day, and I gave testimony and everything, went home that night. Now, back in 71, I used to like to look at Bonanza. That was my favorite television show. Now, this is a June night of 19... So I told my wife, and she nearly fainted. I said, honey, I'm going to the bedroom, and I'm going to pray. And 9 o'clock, she said, oh, my heavens, 9 o'clock, his program's on. He never done that before. And he's going into prayer. She nearly fainted. So I, I went in the bedroom, right? And it was a hot summer night, no air conditioning then, no wind blowing, just a hot summer night. Windows were open, the curtains were still. I started to pray. All of a sudden, those curtains just blew catechismical lights above me. I just, you know, went out. I didn't know what in the world happened to me there, you know. And, man, and anyhow, what happened, you know, I come out. My wife said, your face was a glow, just like Moses. And I'll tell you what happened to the baptism. It was a greater experience than when I got saved. It was dramatic. And what happened, I saw things were that they were. I had a hunger for God. I, I knew the Word. I spent 10 hours a day in the Bible. I, I saw people as they were. I used to have rose-colored glasses, but I understood things. Revelations came to me, all types of things. I mean, my whole life changed. I gave up martial arts at that time, uh, and I, I, I got into the things of God. And, and when I looked at that Bible, I said, uh, Lord, there's so much to know and learn here. I just felt like I was overwhelmed. And I said, God, give me Amen. the understanding. And he a little bit like Jack. Remember Jack Van Ampere quoted scriptures. Well, I have that gift myself, and we can tell you where scriptures are. God has given me that. And uh, anyhow, Amen. to make a long story short, uh, uh, after that happened, uh, I started picking up things, picking up things, and growing and learning and growing, and the hunger, and he just started developing me. And and what I have learned in this very day and this very hour, just the things that we have. Uh, God is just showing so much more. I, when you said about you can be anywhere doing this, I've written sermons, I've meditated, had revelations while I'm watching TV. I can have the television on where Don Wayne on there, and, and I'm just carried away. Noise. I, I don't have to, and I don't have to spend a lot of time preparing things. I'll prepare things. I mean, I can uh, preach. Yeah. Uh, start. Now, I don't need notes. Okay, just a flow. Yeah, I don't need notes, too. I feel like fish out of water when I take my notes. 
I just like I just opened my mouth and like the Holy Spirit just filled my yeah. mouth. Yeah, you know, yeah, it was like, wow, okay, because I want to hear what Holy Spirit is saying right now. Yeah. Just totally dependent on Him. Well, what are you saying, Holy Spirit? What do you want? What do you want these people to hear, Holy Spirit? And you know, that's the best message you can ever get. Is the one that comes fresh off the press, comes straight from the heart of the Holy Spirit. But I, I really agree with um, Apostle um, Roy. Um, you know, it seems as if the, uh, uh, people want to water down the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I find that people who call themselves sometimes that they are, you know, um, they believe in the Lord and the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Um, they don't want you to talk about the anointing, and they don't want you to talk about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But the devil is a liar in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And I believe, praise God, that as we begin to uh, teach and really um, uh, begin to um, exhort people and, and really tell them to desire the baptism of the Holy Spirit so they can have power. The Bible says after we have the Holy Spirit, uh, we shall receive power after the Holy Spirit's come upon us, come inside of us. And so what happened, you're right, um, a lot of people now, they're not talking anymore. Church, Some churches are not talking a lot about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I remember once I went to a church to preach and uh, we were doing um, a, a, a conference in another uh, place, and, and and I say, you know, I feel in my heart that some people need to get baptized with the Holy Spirit. And you know, the pastor said to me, no, 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 don't talk about the, don't don't talk about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I was really shocked. I mean, uh, there's sometimes people tell me, you know, um, you know, people are supposed to be in the ministry, and they would say, don't talk about the anointing. Well, without the anointing, you can't do a thing. Praise the Lord. It's <laughs> just like you know, we need the anointing. It is the anointing. That's why people don't get any results, because the anointing, praise the Lord, praise the Holy Spirit, the anointing is what destroys the yoke. We need the the anointing, praise God. We need the baptism of the Holy Ghost so that we'll have power, praise the Lord, so we can turn our cities upside down. We can see sicknesses and diseases and oppression and demons cast out of people. So, so, you know, Apostle Paul, I mean, Roy, I agree. We do need to talk about the baptism of the Holy Ghost. People need to get a fresh baptism of the Holy Spirit. Well, Reese Bill, but here's the deal. You know, I didn't quite finish my, my baptism of the Holy Spirit thing, but it was a year later when I found out what it really was to a friend who was in the full gospel businessman. And he told me about it. Then I received my fluency a year later. I didn't even know what I had. Nobody knew what I had to say. But without experience, <laughs> I was a year later know what I had. And then that my life changed. But what I was going to say about this anointing, something God showed me recently. And those people would fight it. I mean, I got thrown out of a chair. I, I know how Peter felt, or I mean Stephen <laughs> felt. I didn't feel the rocks of Stephen, but I had the same experience that Stephen you know, in the Bible. You know, you know how Brother and what, what, Daddy Seymour felt too, didn't you? <laughs> what? Did what that? I said, you know. I said, you know how Daddy Seymour felt when he got thrown out of that Nazarene church and he went down to the Jesuit Street Revival. <laughs> yeah, I, I've got food. Yeah, I what I stood for, but I didn't feel the stones. But what, what, what God has said, here, here's another thing. This, I'm going to make two abrupt statements, and I preach them to people, and I say it. Nobody has any business being a minister of the gospel, preaching the gospel, <laughs> pastor, unless they get that experience. You know why? Because yeah. Jesus told the to tarry, they receive power. Now, we don't have to tarry anymore because the Holy Ghost is here. But he said, don't go nowhere till you're empowered. They aren't empowered, so they have no business going to the pulpit, being a pastor without that experience, <laughs> number one. Number two, people. People, that sounds crude, but I'm coming down with what the Word says. Number two, 
people, uh, you know, have said about the Holy Spirit, they said, well, uh, tongues is of the devil. Where I was at in church in the 70s, they used to fight it like you wouldn't believe when I first came into this experience. Now it's not as much these days, but then, but here's the deal. When you talk against the Holy Spirit, you're talking against the power of God. In other words, they have a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. And you deny mm-hmm. the power thereof, he said, from turn away. So I'm telling you, a person's in, in, in a really a dangerous position of blaspheming the Holy Spirit when they get on this thing. And right now, God is not going to tolerate these people. What's going to happen to people who fight that thing or talk against or want to come against you? They're going to dry up and blow away unless they change because God is just not going to fool around. A lot of things that God tolerated back then, a lot of situations, he is not tolerating anymore. He's not fooling around with it, and people don't are just going to suffer the consequences, you know, because uh, we are to give the full dose now. We're not to hold back because somebody will be offended or all you have to use wisdom. You use wisdom, but you, nowadays what people call using wisdom is actually compromising the word and watering it down so it will be acceptable so they can have somebody accept them. But you've got to tell it like it is. And when you tell it like it is, God honors that. And not only does he honor that, people are looking for someone that's going to stand by what they believe, and they're looking for the reality of the power of the word. And the power of the word manifests when we speak that word out the way it is. Because when you teach and preach the word, if you speak the word itself, it works. If signs and wonders aren't happening, you aren't preaching the word. That's what it boils down to, because it works. There's absolutely no excuse for it. I mean, we've made a lot of excuses and this and that. But, hey, it works, and, and we're learning that more and more now, and he's bringing that to all our hearts, to you, Roy, to you, to you, uh, Paulette, to myself, and to every man, woman, boy, and girl. And we've got to go with we're it. Learning. We're becoming bold, becoming stronger, you know. We're becoming vessels of fire and flame. We're not holding back any longer. And that's, that's what God's raising up, right. what we're talking about tonight. That's what he wants out of all of us. And we're going to give a yeah. testimony here. Uh, my bro- my good friend Daniel, uh, we're 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 living at, uh, in, in a uh, house. We actually was six 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 house about six three Ds, but we didn't worry about that. Anyway, what happened was he came to the house, and he wanted to get baptized in the Holy Spirit. You know, he had a real uh, you know desire. So anyway, <laughs> you know, I I, I prayed for I prayed for all of a sudden the the presence of God came into the house. Oh my God, it was. You know, okay, and, and yes, he felt the fire of the Holy Spirit, but he was going to a Bible college, very close to Musha. So he goes back to the Bible college, he's on fire, and these other students, they, all of a sudden they say, Dan, what's going on with you? And Dan said, well, mm-hmm. I was at uh, uh, Brother Roy and Edward, and I got baptized in the Holy Spirit, and he said, I'm different. He said, I'm on fire. He said, you know, I, I, can't, understand, I can't explain it. And then they, they uh-huh. said, well, can we get some of that fire? Can we get some of that fire? And he said, yeah. So, to these students were getting baptized in the Holy Spirit in this college. Well, anyway, the leaders got wind of it, and they kicked Dan out of the college. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They literally oh, kicked yeah. him out of the college because he was basically telling the the students about the baptism of the Holy Spirit and and the Lord was giving them that gift of baptism they were all getting on fire and of course the thing is they found out about it and they kicked Dan out of the college 
And basically, he ended up coming to BC with me. But it just shows you, basically, all of a sudden, you know, the fire of the Holy Spirit hits that college, and all of a sudden, that's right. They, they can't, they can't control it anymore. You know, they can't. Control, uh-huh. they, they basically take Dan out. No. You know what I'm saying? No. And that's right. what that's what's happening yeah. happening a lot right now. That's- yeah, well, you know, a, guy, a man, one of my spiritual sons, I've had a lot of experiences, you know, individual people, baptism of the Holy Spirit, a lot of powerful things you see. But one of my most memorable was one of our spiritual sons. Uh, another pastor sent him around to us to receive the baptism. And anyhow, he was on the phone. A lot of these are phone experiences, too, you know, not just personal, but on the phone. Now, this is, I never had this happen before in this way. But whenever uh, I didn't even get to uh, uh, say a whole lot about it, I just said Jesus breathed on him in Acts twenty twenty two because he was preparing to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. When I said that, bang, that hit him. And I'm going to tell you what my wife and I were there. We was on the phone, you know, open where we could hear a call, both of us. And when he came out with that, we knocked off our seats. It just about knocked us off our seats. It just boom. I mean, too, he received the baptism, and this young man, I'm telling you this, not only did he have that experience, but that a couple of days later, he cast the devil out of his mother and got her delivered from alcohol. I mean, he did some incredible things. A lot of people, 30 years in the faith, and he, he had a testimony. I had him on, uh, on well, uh, two times on the radio, you know, our radio program, one I have about and and phenomenal his mother and uh just the things that had happened it, it just blew blew your mind and uh, these experiences Amen. of people having you know are just uh are phenomenal how the holy ghost does but that's the key right there the baptism of the holy Amen. ghost and i can say the fruit of the spirit walking the fruits because if you walk in the gifts of the spirit and you aren't moving the fruit of the spirit you're bringing reproach on christ is what it boils down to yeah like yeah, yeah and it could cause a lot of damage as well <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, because we're not operating in the fruits of the Spirit uh, when we're operating in the gifts. Yeah, so what, what it is, actually, you're not operating the fruits. You're, you're walking in the fruits of the Spirit. You choose yeah, to you're do walking, exactly. Everly yeah. is, so, you know, because nobody has any gift of the Spirit. It's, it's given to us as we need it. We have some more than others. We flow with it. It's there when you need it. It's more predominantly now. And the predominant, now the anointing a lot of times is you don't even have to pray for people. You just, your presence there, things happen. That, that's what's happening more and more. And you were talking about that, Paul. That, and that, that's getting yeah, more and more. Yeah, and it's happening. I remember once as well, I, the Holy Spirit, I was access, uh, preach at a church. And I said, Holy Spirit, what do you want me to share with these people? And the Holy Spirit says, I want you to share on the double portion anointing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I said, yeah. okay, all right, I'll be sharing on the Elijah, Elisha anointing. And so I went and I, I started sharing on the double portion anointing, the uh, Elijah's anointing, Elisha. And as I was sharing, I didn't know what the Holy Spirit was touching people in the seats. And I didn't know that was happening because I, yeah. I was just preaching. Yeah. And all of a sudden, in the middle of my preaching, a lady, she got up and, uh, uh, you know, she's an older lady. And she got up and she started running around the church, like, and, and shouting and screaming and speaking in tongues. And so, um, you know, I was just in the spirit and I was still preaching. So I just kept on preaching. I just totally ignored her. And so she kept running around the church, screaming, speaking in tongues, and I just kept on preaching. The Lord didn't tell me to stop Amen. preaching, so I didn't stop. Yeah. I just Amen. kept on preaching. 
at the end of the service, when I finished preaching, she said to me, she said, can I say something? And I said, yeah, okay. I said, by the way, what was happening to you? She said to me, she said, do you see? I want to cry. I want to cry now. She said to me, and she said to me, my walker is right there. She was sitting at the back of the church. And she said, my walker is right there. She said, I couldn't walk without my walker. Amen. And she said, as you begin to preach, Holy Spirit, she said, as you begin to preach, the double portion anointed. She said, someone came over me. Not a a person, but an angel. She said, someone came over me. Lift me out of my seat. And she Mm -hmm. said, you saw me running around the church. I said, yeah. She said, that person was pushing me around the church without my walker. Mm-hmm. Amen. She said, yeah. She said, lift me, this person, lift me out of my seat and push me around the church. And she said, I don't need my walker anymore. I don't need my walker anymore. And so another lady came up and she said, while you're preaching, she said, there was a hand in my forehead and I could smell the anointing. She said, no one touched me, but I felt a hand in my forehead was anointing me with oil. Come on, Holly, this is mine. This is the kind of Jesus we serve. He is real. He is real. He is real. He is here by his Holy Spirit. and He wants to touch lives. He wants to change lives. You know, praise the Lord. He went to pray for a man, and he just had a stroke, and his mouth was all twisted to the side. And we went to his house to pray for him, and in the name of Jesus, we asked the Lord to touch him. And immediately his mouth shifted from the side back into place. Come on, I've seen so many things. And I want to tell people today, we need the Holy Spirit. We need the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Come on, we cannot do anything without the Lord. Without me, said the Lord, you can do nothing. We can do nothing without the Holy Spirit. We need the Spirit of God. Come on, I've seen the Holy Spirit, praise the Lord, put back people's bone, bone that was out of place. Praise the Lord, this one lady, she's a runner, she's a, a marathon, she's a runner, and her bone was slipped out of place, and it was all bandaged, and she came into the church, and the Holy Spirit said, somebody needs a touch in their knees, come on, and I said, somebody having problem in their knees, and she, she said, she lifted up her, she lifted up her pants, and she said, this is my knee, she said, I have a bondage on it, I just went to the doctor this morning, she said, my bone is out of place, come on, praise the Lord, she cut that thing off, and when I placed my hand on it, you could hear very far, that bone just making cracking sound, and I said, oh Lord, Jesus is going to touch you tonight, he showed me that in a vision, praise the Lord, and as I pray, that bone went back into place, and she ran around that church, come on, about five times, come on, Jesus is real today, folks, praise the Lord, he is the same yesterday, today, and forever, praise the Lord, and praise the Lord, he wants to do this to his children, praise the Lord, but the apostle Roy said, praise the Lord, we need the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and if you've been baptized, if you've been baptized many years, come on, praise the Lord, we can get a fresh baptism of the Holy Ghost, come on, people, the Bible says, Paul said to Timothy, he says, come on, fan that flame, stir up that gift that's inside of you, come on, praise the Lord, we're here tonight to stir that gift inside of you, praise the Lord, hallelujah, glory to God, hallelujah, 
Hallelujah. And so the, the, the Bible talks about how the apostles, glory to God, they were full of the Holy Ghost. Come on. God wants us to be full, praise the Lord, of the Holy Ghost. Come on. God wants the, the overflow anointing, praise the Lord, to flow through us. Just like uh, Peter, the Bible says, praise the Lord, that when Peter, praise the Lord, was so full of the Holy Ghost, come on, that the overshadowing presence of the Lord. He said, even the shadow of Peter on the street, come on, people are getting healed on the streets, come on. Praise the Lord, that's what we need. That's what we need. We need the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. We need a fresh baptism. We need to be baptized with the Holy Ghost. Come on. Praise the Lord. I'm just getting ahead of myself, but praise God. That's what we need. We cannot do it without the Holy Spirit. And I agree with, um, you know, Apostle Edward, praise the Lord. Uh, People have no right, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Preaching or teaching, glory to God. If they're not baptized with the Holy Ghost, hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God, I've seen God have heart attacks. Things were shaken. All these things have happened. All, all the miraculous things. People throwing casts down. Uh, miraculous things. Seeing blind eyes restored. Out of wheelchairs. We, we, we could share testimonies. The three of us here of things. Everything that Jesus did, we have done. We've raised the dead before. We've seen the dead raised. One resurrection, two dead raised. Edward, that baby, remember? Yeah, my grandson's one of them. And uh, we've seen all types of things happen like that. But, you know, right now, the Bible says in John 7, 38, out of your belly shall throw rivers of living water. There's a new infilling, a baptism of fire. You have the baptism of the Holy Spirit, but you need refilled. Put your hands on your stomach. And yes. you put your hands on. We're going to pray, the three of us. And yes. you receive that new baptism of fire, because out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. And as Timothy, stir up that gift within you, that yes. gift of God yes. that he's given you right now. If you mean business with God, put your hand in the center of your stomach, and the three of us are going to pray together. Yes. Recharging, recharging, recharging. 
of the Lord Jesus Christ. I also feel like as you uh, um, desire the Lord to be baptized with the Holy Spirit, I even a fresh baptism, I feel like you're going to go to another level in your spiritual walk. Praise the Lord. You're going to say what, what kept me back all this time. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But as you um, give yourself to the Lord and, uh, you know, you, you get baptized with the Holy Spirit, even a fresh baptism, it's going to take you to another level in the Lord. Praise the Lord. So I feel Amen. like the Lord is just saying, receive now in the mighty name of Jesus. Receive that now in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Jesus made you worthy. Jesus, yes, we're not worthy, but Jesus made you worthy. It's not a question of us being worthy, but because of Jesus, he made us worthy of these things, because none of us are worthy, but he made you worthy. So receive what he has. Yes, yes. And also, you know know the baptized with the Holy Spirit? You're going to have a greater passion for souls. You're going to have a greater passion for souls. You're gonna, you're gonna have, you're gonna have a boldness, and you're gonna ask people, "Do you know Jesus?" You're gonna go to this place and say, "Do you know Jesus?" You're gonna go to your family, "Do you know Jesus?" And you're gonna basically all of a sudden have a real passion to see the, your, your, your brothers, your sisters, your family, your friends coming out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, in Jesus' name. And I feel like as well, like, uh, you know, just like Thomas. <laughs> Thomas doubted the Lord. <laughs> so I put my finger on your side, you know, and I see the nail print in your hand. I feel like God is saying, praise the Lord, that um, he is real. Praise the Lord. You don't have to doubt. So, Father, I pray right now in Jesus' name for those who are listening, Lord. And, and Father, they're a little bit doubtful, Lord. They're not too sure. Oh, God, I pray, Lord, that you'll take the blinders off and that you'll give them a a revelation of this, Lord, a revelation of the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the mighty name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus. They won't be doubt because of tradition, because of um, our wrong teaching, Father, in the past, Lord. I pray, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, that you'll give them a hunger in their hearts, Father. They'll just... And just by wanting more, Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, oh, God, Father, they'll have this desire, Lord. Give them that revelation of this truth, Lord. Your word is true, Lord. So give them a, a revelation of truth, Father, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Give them a revelation of you, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Father, and just, we just call every doubt and every unbelief right now to be silent in the name of Jesus and to come out of those who are are, are, are doubting in Jesus' name, afraid, afraid. In Jesus' name, I come against every spirit of fear right now in Jesus' name has not given us a spirit of fear, but love, power, and a sound mind. So those, who, Father, who are afraid to step into this river and to this realm of the Holy Spirit, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I pray, God, that you'll give them a revelation, and we just bind up that uh, come against that spirit of fear right now. I command every spirit of fear to leave them now, that they will not be afraid of going deeper with the Lord. They'll not be afraid in stepping into this river in the name of Jesus Christ of 
of Nazareth. And by the blood of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, for giving them your grace, for touching them, Lord, setting them free, Lord, to go, Father God, in that river, in that Holy Ghost river, Lord. They can experience you, Father, in a real way, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Okay, somebody's saying, I am ashamed. I am ashamed. I bind that up in Jesus' name. Come on, Lord. I thank you, Holy Spirit, Lord, that they don't have to be ashamed about speaking in tongues. In the name of Jesus, Father, give that one also revelation, Lord, that they know that this is of you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord. So I pray, God, Father, in Jesus' name, that they not feel ashamed to do it, Lord, in the name of Jesus, and not be ashamed of speaking in tongues or praying in the Spirit. Father, we come against those fears in Jesus' name, and by the blood of Jesus, I pray, God, that they'll be set free, be set free right now in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord God, that, Father, you don't want us to be ashamed of you. You don't want us to be ashamed of the things of the Spirit. And so, Father, we just come against every lying spirit right now that may be trying to block them or hinder them, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Father, just pray, God, that you'll just remove those lying spirits, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Lord, you it's your will. You will to work in people's lives that you would bring pleasure to yourself. You work with them the will and the do of your good pleasure. So we speak to the audience right now. We ask that anointing right now that you would do your Amen. good pleasure in each one of the listeners now, their lives that you would fulfill in their life. Put that into them. Do your good pleasure in their lives that you would be pleased with, according to Philippians 2.13. In this audience now, we ask you to do that, Father, in the name of your Son, Jesus. And Jesus said anything we ask in your name, he said the Father will do it. We know this pleases you to pray like us. So work in their hearts to bring pleasure to you with what you have, in Jesus' name. Yes, yes, Brother Roy, you, you said something there. You said, Brother Edward, of course, I've got to take it. Yeah, and I just want to continue here, and it says in, okay, then shall you know that the Lord has spoken it and performed it, saith the Lord. Now, the thing is, so the Lord has spoken it through us, and now he is, look what the Lord has done, he's performed it. As you as you were proclaiming, as I was proclaiming and declaring the word of the Lord, Amen. the word of the Lord is alive and full of power, and as we were speaking it, the Holy Spirit was yes, doing yes. it. Yeah, now the listeners, now that, that that we did our part. God did his part. Now it's up to you to receive it. Just like Jesus, everybody he healed, he said, your faith, through your faith you received it, your faith you received it, as your faith so be it unto you. So now everything that, 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 that Sister Paulette, Brother Roy, and myself have said in the Word of God, you receive it and make it part of you. You have to say, I've got it. You believe it, no matter what you're feeling or what you're not feeling. Make it a part of you. Because when you make it a part of it, it's like Mark eleven twenty four. the things that you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. And like it said in Isaiah, or Psalm fifty five eleven, 11, uh, or I mean Isaiah 55, 11, that his word will not return back void. It goes forth to do the what it said it would do. It out. But you have to receive it. See, it's no problem with uh, anything as far as what we're saying of the word itself. It's always in the receiving end of it. So you need faith to receive. You see, I don't need faith to believe. 
most people are lacking faith to receive, so you receive it by faith. Consider it done, not going to be done. It's done now. Faith says I have it now, and you receive it now. You receive it now because faith says now. I receive it now. It's not going to be tomorrow. Look at your clock what time it is. I received it whatever time your clock says at this time, and you consider. You put your foot in the ground. I've got it now, and I will not turn away from it. And if you hold fast, according to Hebrews 10, 35, 36, you'll hold fast to that. What will happen will be you'll receive that promise. You don't let it go because you're showing God that you believe him. That's what it is. It's trusting him. You've got it. You see, that that's what the faith is. We're talking to God's faith here. I'm talking God's faith right now to you all right now. God's faith says, I've got it now, and I won't move from it come hell or high water. I will not move from it. You've got to have that attitude. That's a must in this hour. That's a must in this hour. And I promise you, if you have that attitude, I see it working in my life. I see it working in my wife's life. I see it happening through some some horrible situations here that God has taken care of. And that's what he's doing for people who dare to hold on to him and just trust him no matter what. And that's what you need to do, audience, right now. I speak to myself. I speak to Paulette. I speak to Roy. I speak to everybody and anybody because it's for all of us because any word that we say it's it's as much for us as it is for any listener out there because we need it just like you need the word we have to be reminded we have to do it so receive it just consider it done because i know there's some powerful uh god moved in a special way tonight he really did in so many areas we're just in so many areas here that but these areas that we're all talking about and Paulette was saying about and everything are areas that somebody needed to hear that. They needed to hear what Paulette said. They needed to hear what Roy said. They needed to hear what I said. They needed the whole thing, but most of all, it was the Word of God and the anointing. It wasn't was what we said, but the anointing destroyed the yoke. If the anointing is not by power, but by my, by my Holy Spirit, that anointing destroyed it. So you consider that yoke destroyed, and you walk and you act like it that way. When you walk and act like it, you've got it, because it says in Proverbs 23, 7, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So if you believe that in your heart and you act like it, it becomes it. It becomes it as you believe in your heart and as you think it in your mind and your heart and you walk that out, it becomes it. Yeah. Amen. And our faith is now. You know, faith is now. It's not next week, next month. It's now. Now faith Amen. is. And the Bible talks about, you know, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. But as we receive it, like you said, we pull it into the natural. Into Amen. Spiritual into the natural when we put ourselves, when we receive. Yes. Well, Paula, you know, when we prayed those prayers, you know, we were all praying, right? When we prayed, it already started in the spirit world, and then the yes. heavenly battle. See, just like, remember the story of Daniel? Remember the 21 days that the angels were battling? Yeah. It took 21 days to get through. But remember, they told Daniel, said, hey, we heard you from the day you prayed it, but then there was war in heaven <laughs> through the heavenlies because we have stages, you know, going up to the heavens themselves of high 
demonic forces, you know, and, of course, the angels, the fighting angels had to fight through that to bring that thing to Daniel, you see. And sometimes that's the way with us. It began the heavenlies, but we bring that fight on. We help the angels fight when we confess it and declare it out of our mouth, believe it, and, and act like it. We're actually in that battle. We're fighting a battle of faith to make the word of reality in our lives while the angels are fighting through to get that treasure to us, you see. That's what's going on, but we got to do our part because the angels are doing their part. Yes. Amen. Praise the Lord. And, uh, you know, they, 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 they talk about giving, uh, that put ourselves into a receiving position, just like a child. You know, put yourself into, they just believe when they ask the parents for something, they're going to be receiving it. So we can put ourselves, I remember the Holy Spirit's testament, the blessings are going to fall into your lap. And I've never heard that before. I said, well, Lord, what are you talking about? He said, it's coming into your lap. And I said, wow, okay. And I was going to do my radio show, and all of a sudden, the Lord says, open up your Bible. So I opened up this Bible. It was a different version from the King James Version. And it says, given it shall be given unto you, good measure, pressed on shaking together, it's going to fall into your lap. Man uh, shall give into your lap. And I was like, wow, it's there. It's in the Word, okay? It's in the Word. It, I was shocked. I've never seen it in this version this way. Praise the Lord. It says, it's going to be falling into your lap. And so what happened is that we have to receive, we have to believe and receive. And then as we believe and receive, praise the Lord, that it's going to come. And as we give ourselves to the Lord, it says, give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed on, shaking together and running over. Praise God. I'm believing that we're going to get the pressed on, running over, shaking together. <laughs> Blessing, <laughs> praise the Lord, you know, whatever. But that's the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But, you know, we have a responsibility to give ourselves to the Lord. Yeah, you said receive. Right. Eleven. I gotta. I gotta say this. Eleven-year-old, twelve-year-old. He's almost thirteen now. He was sent to us a couple of years ago. Another minister, pastor, I know. And of course, they sent him, and he was a child that he used his fist on the teachers. I mean, they threw him out of Christian school. They wouldn't leave him public school. He was violent. He was violent. He was a violent child. And anyhow, they asked if they could bring him here for my wife and I. So what we did, we had our Christian music on, you know, worship music. And I took my dog out because we didn't know what was happening because terrorists flew other places he was around and things like that. So I took my dog over to my neighbors. And he came in, and that was the easiest deliverance that I've ever experienced in my 52 years. I mean, the way God did that boy. And I'm telling you, that boy right now is 100 80 degrees, I mean, it's phenomenal. And guess what? You said that, it brought it back to my mind when we said about receive. He he told his mama, and I have the tape of it right there. She sent it to me. Uh, he said about faith to believe. He said, Mother, he said, you don't need faith to believe. It's in the receiving. Mm-hmm. You believe. If you believe it, yeah. uh, you believe it. But Praise it's God. in the receiving part. But he explained that, and most preachers don't even talk about that. But but it's in the faith to receive. They say, you got to have faith to believe. Yep. No, 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 no. If you believe, you no. have faith. But yeah. you receive it. You say, you know good can do it, but will yes. you do it for me? And he brought that out. Mm-hmm. He was 12 years old when he did. He was riding the car with his mother. His mother taped <laughs> it. And this comes from a little 11-year-old boy who was violent. They, they were almost going to lock him up and put him away. I mean, it was that type of situation. Wow. And God said, him free. that boy's in church now doing things. And, and I'm, I'm <laughs> amazed. when that, Like we're talking about these incredible miracles that we're all talking about. Uh, I mean, and, and, uh, and I'll tell you what, I, I used to say, and I still do say it, 
I used to say at the pulpit, I have, I've, I've seen a lot of great things over the years, you know. But I, you know what I actually said? And I didn't say it to be uh, boastful. I said, I haven't seen nothing yet. And, you know, I said at a period of time, and my wife and I a couple of years ago walked into a meeting, didn't know the man, uh, he's a prophet, and uh, he came over to me. He didn't even speak to my wife and I. He said, he pointed his finger at me, and he told me, he said, the Lord told me to tell you, you haven't seen nothing yet. <laughs> and I said that to pulpit all the time, and I didn't—I didn't say it out of pride. I said it out of humility because I know what Habakkuk one five said. We would he, nobody would believe me. He said no matter who, if it be Apostle Paul, he wouldn't even believe me to see what's going to do in his last days. And we have it. And I'll tell you what—I'm going to say something right now. We still haven't seen nothing yet. What we've seen, what we've talked about here, or anybody else is this planet right now. None of us have seen anything yet to what our Lord's going to do before we leave this earth. <laughs> Amen. Remember that scripture? Amen. Remember scripture? Now unto him, the yeah. able to do exceedingly abundantly of all that we can even ask or think according to the power of the work of sinners. Well, guys, I oh, we were, so, we're so far below. We're so far below the the big level. I don't care how far we went or what they did. Uh, we I still consider that because who in the world can come up and say, "Man, I'm really up there right now"? Because you're not up with God. We never will be. In the trillion years no. from now, we still won't because you're never going to be equal to God. To so we'll always consider ourselves humble, what we really yeah, are, because just right. said, we're nothing. Tell the whole. He said, in fact, the 103rd Psalm tells us uh, what the Lord thinks of us. He said, I pity them. He said, they're just clay. Yeah, I pity them. My yeah. pity's on the 103rd Psalm. So we're nothing but just clay. We have great treasure in these earthen vessels, and that's it. But anything yeah. about ourselves, it's rotten to the yeah. core. Is there any good thing in me is God? Anything else is me. <laughs> anything bad yeah. is all me, you know. I, you know, yeah. you know. Folks, you know, we've talked about the great thing, but, you know, it's such a humbling experience because we know we had no really vessel, but you don't even feel, you just feel like you just watched it. It's not like you had a big part in it or something like that. You just, you're just uh, watching it. You're on a ride, you know, like in an amusement park. You're riding in a bumper car or you're riding in a, some kind of a car for the ride, but he did all the work. I mean, you, you know, it, it's it, pride. Uh, uh, you you can't get proud over anything we're talking about. You can't because when you're in the reality of that stuff, it, it just isn't there. A, a person's a yeah. phony if they're, they're they're playing games. They're not for real. Because the most humbling yeah. experience, you know who you are. Yeah. You just know you need more of God. And you, I, the more I learn, the less I know that I know. I, I'm being honest yeah. with you. I feel like I don't. Yeah, I mean, it's protect your anointing. You can't be prideful. Um, if you want to walk in the anointing, <laughs> pride and the anointing doesn't go together, you know. Uh, so uh, you know, and, and you know when the when the yeah. They do, they do. When 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 God doesn't have, if, I mean, if everything isn't to the letter in a miracle service, and I conduct miracle services, forget it. In other words, you have to be clued in on Him, and if He doesn't have the center stage. He won't take 99% of your stage. He wants the whole stage. I mean, God's not yeah. right. And, uh, you know, when when the Holy Spirit is moving, when we have real revival, to be honest with you, we just mm-hmm. like spectators. We are literally watching the Holy Spirit at work. I remember when I was experiencing revival, um, 
I was just like standing back and watching the Holy Spirit doing it all by himself. And I was like, whoa, what's happening? Wow. You know, when people tell me that they get touched by the Holy Spirit, I'm like, I'm just as surprised as them. I'm like, wow, really? Did it happen? Wow. You know, what are you going through? Really? You don't experience that. Because when you become that vessel, I said this treasure we have inherited vessel, that the excellence of the Paul may be of God and not of us. And really, in true revival, you you just watch the Holy Spirit at work. You know, it's just like being in a service, and the Holy Spirit is going to the whole church and touching people. It has nothing to do with us. It's all to do with Him. Uh-oh. You know, so, <laughs> that's really humbling. And then you know that you're not, you have not done a thing. It's all the Holy wanna, Spirit. It's all the work of the Holy wanna, Spirit. Isn't that awesome? Oh, man, I tell you, you want to test your preaching and teaching. I'm speaking to both of you now. I, I do the same thing. You know, you know if it's you and if it's God. For the simple reason, you can listen to your own teaching. If I'd be doing my teaching itself, I couldn't listen to it. Nobody really can. But when I listen to the teaching of what God has done, I ask my wife first of all, I said, uh, did you see me? No, not at all. And she said, about the Lord. And, and I'm going to tell you something. Here, now, watch what I'm going to say. And this used to throw me. I'm going to be honest about it. And a lot of preachers will throw to you learn better. But the Bible says in Isaiah 55, 8, 9, God's ways and thoughts are above ours. Everything's above ours, right? You with me now? Yeah. all above us. Okay, I preach a message, right? Teach a message. And I think I'm all over the place. I, blah, 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 you know, in other words, boy, this must be a mess, right? And I <laughs> go back and listen to that thing, and that thing is perfect. My wife even said that, and she's my best critic, believe you me. My wife is there. Uh, and she is really, she's something else. She's a prophet. She, she is powerful uh, in what she does. She is a powerful woman. And she said that, and when I listen to that, I, I'm being honest with you guys. That thing, I don't miss a beat in that thing, that, what, what the Lord is. And it's not me. It's the Holy Spirit doesn't miss a beat. And I actually have to say, was that really me? Because uh, what, what I'm getting, is, to me, it seems like a mess. But you see how my thoughts and ways aren't his thoughts and ways, his or above? And that goes for any preacher listener or you two or anybody else. When, when I feel it's the worst, it's the best. But if you feel like, boy, I really hit a home run, well, you did hit a home run. You did it, but the Lord didn't do it. You think nothing happened. But that, that's a fact. The worst, the worst, and honest to God, that happened yesterday. One, one, I have about five programs, you know, I'm on Roy and I with this, several other programs, live and radio and all. And I'm doing these programs, and, and I'm telling you, uh, some of them I felt, man, I must have blew it out the water. And, uh, man, it, it amazed me, but I'm seeing that in, now, the anointing, just what you were talking about earlier, and Roy's seeing it. And I'm, I'm just watching other people, and I'm listening to them, and then I'm watching myself. And it's different ways. We all have different ways God is using us, just like you said, Paulette, what happened, these great things that you're experiencing, and great is experiencing great things I'm experiencing, but they're great things. They're all leading to something, and they're just beginning. We're just We're just... In the novelty of it right now, we're in the elementary yeah, though. We're yeah. in grade school. You know, we're in grade school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I, I don't know. know. I hate to cut it short, but we're already into close to 10 o'clock here, buddy. I mean, not, oh, not we are. You, you need to be you, 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 you,
Paulette, you have the give Paulette the floor because we've all been talking. We want to make sure because uh, yeah. that boy and I made a mistake a couple of times there. We were doing the talk, and my wife would listen to it. She said, "Boy, you guys are talking about such a guest." And sometimes you know you. Uh, you <laughs> That's okay. Time. We, you know, we just uh, <laughs> just been led by the Holy Spirit and do uh, the Holy Spirit. I just want to, I just want to pray and ask God to bless everyone tonight, all our listeners who've tuned in from different places. And I just yes. pray, God, Father, that Father, you love each person. Oh God, you know their address, you know their names, Father. And I just pray, God, that Father, every house uh, represented, Father, those who are listening tonight, that every house will be touched, God, by your presence, whatever the needs are, Lord Jesus Christ. I just pray for them that every need will be met, Father. He said, God, that you will meet our Lord needs according to your riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And I just pray, God, for all their needs to be met tonight, Father. Oh God. He said, the goodness of God is what leads men to repentance. I pray, God, when Moses said, show me your glory, Lord God. He said, I'll make my goodness pass before you. So I pray, God, that your goodness will pass over every house tonight. In Jesus' mighty name, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. And a fresh baptism of fire on them all. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 We agree with you. Thank you so much for inviting me. And I hope board. I can get to invite you guys um, on there on my radio show. I used to have uh, to invite people on our radio show, but I hope one of these days I can do that again um, because of the restriction that we we're not able to at this time. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Any time. Well, praise God. Right. Really great yeah. meeting. But I didn't know. I have a, a friend that uh, knows you, uh, uh, Patricia Thomas, good friend. Uh, oh, this, you're a uh, friend of Patricia Thomas. And she told you about yeah, how we met, how oh, I showed up in her hotel room in Jamaica. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, we've we've eaten with her many times. She's quite a cook. Uh, yeah, we <laughs> ate at her place. I ministered with her. She was holding, that's where I met her at a miracle service. Was, I think it was 15 going into 16. So we ministered together. She was praying for people, and I was praying for people. She wanted to come up uh the last time she was uh, in the area, I didn't get a chance to go up with this little distance. Kind of like, yeah, she's a fine lady. Fine lady. She's yeah. I know she's been, been at your church, and that's how I saw that. Amen, amen. Now you want to close All right, yeah, 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 that's good. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Apostle uh, Roy. I thank you, Apostle Edward. Thank you, Apostle Colette, you know, thank for you. sharing. So, and I just yeah. pray. I just all right, pray and thank you also, here. Apostle Edward. It was nice sharing on uh, the same platform. God bless each and every one of you. Bless yes. your wives. Well, God bless. Yes, thank you. Bless your, bless your okay. husband, too. I didn't know you were married. Yeah. But bless you and your family and husband, your ministry, everything about you in every way, just greater than you ever expected. In the name of Jesus. Amen, yeah. amen. Thank you very much. And I just want to say this Thank to everybody you. out there. Baptism in the Holy Spirit is not the ending. The baptism in the Holy Spirit is the beginning. Amen, Brother Roy. Good Amen. last word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Good night. Good night, Good night everybody. everybody. I love God you Night, night. God, God bless. bless. Thank you very much. God bless. We'll see you in two weeks. Thank you. Bye yes. for now. All right. All Bye-bye. right. Night. Bye-bye. Blessing. God bless. Bye. God bless. Bye-bye.